I am Anansi, keeper of stories. Settle down while I stir the pot. Join me while I spin a tale. Welcome to Anansi Storytime. I'm your host, Boston Moss. Today we have a story about how a djinn sends a lazy camel alpaca-ing. Our story is called How the Camel Got His Hump, and it's based on a story by Rudyard Kipling. Our players are Jatar Tavishan, Thomas Sixton, Sarah Davenport, Matt Olaf Hinton, Max Baskin, and Don Davenport. Please enjoy. Oh, hey, I didn't see you there. We've been up all night hammering out this episode for you, and we could use a little help keeping the fire stoked. That's where you come in. Head over to patreon.com slash legendsmithproductions to pitch in as one of our patrons. We thank you for listening and for your continued support. Come, sit, listen. I once heard a story that started like this. In the beginning of years, when the world was so new and all, and the animals were just beginning to work for man, there was a camel, and he lived in the middle of a howling desert because he did not want to work. And besides, he was a howler himself. So he ate sticks and thorns and tamarisks and milkweed and prickles, most excruciating idol. And when anybody spoke to him, he said, humph, just humph, and no more. On Monday morning, the horse went trotting with a saddle on his back and a bit in his mouth, and he went up to Camel. Camel, oh Camel, come out and trot like the rest of us. Humph. So the horse went away and told the man, Presently, the dog went running with a stick in her mouth, and she went up to Camel. Camel, oh Camel, come and fetch and carry like the rest of us. Humph. So the dog went away and told the man. Presently, the ox trundled by with a yoke on his neck, and he went up to Camel. Camel, oh Camel, come and plow like the rest of us. Humph. So the ox went away and told the man. At the end of the day, the man called the horse and the dog and the ox together. Three. Oh, three, I'm very sorry for you that the world's so new and all, but that hump thing in the desert won't work or he would have been here by now. So I'm going to leave him alone and you must work double time to make up for it. That made the three very angry with the world so new and all. And they held a palaver and an andava and a panchayat and a powwow on the edge of the desert. Presently, the camel came chewing on milkweed most excruciating idol, and laughed at them. <laughs> then he just walked away. Presently, there came along the djinn in charge of all deserts, rolling in on a cloud of dust. Jinns always travel that way because it is magic. And he stopped to palaver and powwow with the three. Jinn of all deserts, is it right for anyone to be idle with the world so new and all? Certainly not. Well... There's a thing in the middle of your howling desert, and he's a howler himself, with a long neck and long legs, and he hasn't done a stroke of work since Monday morning. He won't trot. That's my camel for all the gold in Arabia. What does he say about it? He bubbles, and he says humph, and he won't fetch and carry. Does he say anything else? Only humph, and he won't plow. Very good. I'll humph him if you will kindly wait a minute. The djinn rolled himself up in his dust cloud, and he looked across the desert and found the camel, most excruciatingly idle, looking at his own reflection in a pool of water. My long and bubbling friend, what's this I hear of your doing no work with the world so new and all? 
Humph. The djinn sat down with his chin in his hand and he began to think a great magic while the camel looked at his own reflection in the pool of water. You've given the three extra work ever since Monday morning, all on account of your excruciating idleness. <laughs> Humph. The djinn went on thinking magics with his chin in his hand. I shouldn't say that again if I were you. You might say it once too often. Bubbles, I want you to work. Uh, humph. Well, no sooner had he said that, when the camel saw his back, which he was so proud of, puffing up and puffing up into a great big lolloping humph. Do you see that? That's your very own hump that you've brought upon your very own self by not working. Today is Thursday, and you've done no work since Monday when the work began. Now you are going to work. How can I with this humph on my back? That's made a purpose. All because you missed those three days. You will be able to work now for three days without eating because you can live on your humph. And don't you ever say I never did anything for you. Come out of the desert and go to the three and behave. Humph yourself. So the camel humphed himself. Humph and all, and went away to join the three. Humph, 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 humph. And from that day to this, the camel always wears a hump. We call it a hump now, so as not to hurt his feelings. But he has never yet caught up with the three days that he missed at the beginning of the world, and he has never yet learned how to behave. Humph. I hope you enjoyed the tale. When you return, Perhaps I will tell you another. The tale of how the camel got his hump was adapted by Terry Barston. For more information on Anansi Storytime, visit us at spiderstorytime.com. Follow us on Twitter at Anansi Storytime and like us on Facebook at Anansi Storytime. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Humph, 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 humph. <laughs> humph.